All right, everybody, welcome to the 16th episode of the podcast, dude. This week, I'm talking about what to do when you run out of topics. And almost everyone gets to a point where they run out of things to talk about. For podcasters, this seems to happen sometime before the 20th episode. But I think this happens in nearly every creative profession, including music. A band will put all their best ideas into their first record, which does really well. It'll sell a million copies. And now they have to come up with something even better for their second album. It's a ton of pressure. There's even a term for this, sophomore slump. It refers to an instance in which the second or sophomore effort fails to live up to the standards of the first effort. Podcasters face this too. I've seen it happen too many times. Podcasters will start their show with 10 to 20 great topics, things that they know a lot about and can talk about without having to put any effort in. But what happens when you've exhausted all your original topics and it's time to record another show? That's the question I'm answering in today's episode. I'm going to share ways you can break through the paralyzing fear that you don't have anything valuable to talk about on your show. So let's jump in. Welcome to the 16th episode of the podcast, dude. everyone welcome back for those of you just joining this is your first time my name is Aaron Dowd and I'm here to share what I've learned about podcasting a little bit about me I'm 30 years old I'm the editor for the Sean West Network before I joined the Sean West team recently it's a month or two ago now I was a freelance podcast editor and consultant for podcasts like the shop talk show hired CodePen radio and the 5x5 network I currently live in Fort Worth, and I spend most of my time riding my bike, running, editing podcasts, playing drums, writing show notes, and listening to pop punk. So the title of the show this week is What to Do When You Run Out of Topics. And I got the idea for this episode after I realized last week that I didn't know what I was going to talk about on my next episode. And this freaked me out a little bit. But I started thinking about it, and I thought that it would be a really interesting thing to explore and then talk about on my show. So the first thing I did when I realized that I didn't have anything to talk about was I told myself, look, don't panic. You haven't really run out of topics, so don't beat yourself up. Now, I went and asked the chat before the, before the recording this morning. I asked them, what's worked for you in overcoming Create a Blocker when you don't have something to write or talk about? And I got some great feedback, so I'm going to be kind of sprinkling that in in between the show. But the first thing I wanted to say was, it's okay to take a break and do something else. Terrence had said, when I get stuck, I go create something, but in a completely different medium or mindset. So he's a letterer. He said, if I'm stuck with lettering, then I go pick up my camera and I go outside and do some creative photography. It usually gets the creative juices flowing again, and I can come back to the lettering. I think this is good, but... I think you should also schedule time to brainstorm because the worst thing you can do is let the fear of the unknown keep you from starting. And if a topic to talk about doesn't come to mind easily, it's really tempting to put it off until something just magically shows up. But that's the worst thing you can do. 
what you should do instead is schedule an hour on the calendar to work on this program. Because once it's on the calendar, your mind will relax a little bit, knowing that you've taken the first steps towards solving the problem. And once the time comes and you sit down, start doing some research. So turn on some relaxing music, dim the lights, light a candle, make it a comfortable situation. Florian had said in the chat, I like taking a piece of paper and brainstorming just before going to bread. Bread. (laughs) Just before going to bread. No. Florian said, I like taking a piece of paper and brainstorming just before going to bed. Sometimes in the morning, something new will come. Then I put the idea in an organization tool and then detail each point as much as possible and see if there's something that is worthy enough to work on further. Now, Florian also shared a great post from James Altucher called How to Become an Idea Machine. And I'll include a link to that in the show notes. But I realized as I was doing show notes yesterday, I realized that I haven't told you guys where to find my show notes for the episodes. You can find show notes for all the episodes at thepodcastdude.com slash whatever the episode number is. So in this case, it's thepodcastdude.com slash 16. Now, I'm laughing at myself because I realized I actually wrote 15 when the episode number of this is 16. I have a problem with episode titles, evidently. I'll work on that. But I work hard on those show notes, so go check those out. Podcastdude.com. Okay, next I want to talk about setting up a system for capturing new ideas. So you should have a system for collecting ideas and storing them. So this could be you can carry around a small notebook or you can have an app like Reminders open all the time. That's how I do it. But be on the lookout for new topics all the time and have a consistent place where you store them. Be really careful not to put them in too many different places. You need to know when where they are whenever you go to do some brainstorming. Something else you could do Something that I've started doing recently is you can start a master mind map of everything you know. So just a couple of days ago, I created a new mind map and I called it, what did I call it? It's the podcast dude knowledge base. And basically, I'm going to build out this massive mind map of everything that I've learned about. So recording, editing, post-production, interviews, streaming, hosting, websites, just all these different stuff. And for one, that'll help me kind of, well, brainstorm. It'll give me things that I can write about and I'll see topics, but also it'll be a place that I can reference every week if I'm interested in finding something to talk about. But also if someone asks me a question about something, I can go back and look at it and say, oh, well, here's some links I shared uh, before. So here you go. So that's really cool. And yeah, Hannah asked me to post my mind map in the show notes. So I will definitely do that. And after the show, I will post it in the chat too, so you guys can see it. It's uh, it's a pretty cool idea, but I really, I've been, yeah, I talked last week about mind mapping. I really, really like it. It's, It's working out really, really well for me. Okay. Another thing, don't worry about repeating yourself. Don't worry about repeating yourself. I think this is something that a lot of, a lot of us who write or podcast or just teach things. This is something we worry about. Oh, I already talked about that topic before. You know, I talked about that topic last year. I don't want to annoy people by saying the same thing over and over again. And obviously, you shouldn't do the same episode twice in a row, or, 
you know, twice in the same month. But I think you'd be amazed at how fast people move on and forget what they've seen or listened to. Sometimes people need to hear things multiple times before it really sinks in. And this is something that Sean McCabe calls the magic of seven. Talked about this before. He did a great podcast episode about that. Now, another thing you can do is examine all the topics you've already done. And could you revisit one of them? Have you learned anything new since you did it that you could add or could you rewrite it? Now, Garrett Mickley had said in the chat, my advice for those with creative block, look through old stuff and see if there's anything you mention that could be expanded upon in its own post. This is really great advice, but you should also be looking at content to see if it could be repurposed for other mediums. For example, as I was writing show notes for episode 15, I realized that there were five or six things about post-production that I need to do screencasts about. So I opened the Reminders app and I created a new list called Screencast Ideas. And then I just dropped a bunch in there. So regardless of what kind of content you're producing, think about if you're, okay, example, if you're doing a video and you have a bunch of stuff written and you're recording it, as you're, as you're writing it and preparing, think, are there topics in here that I could turn into another blog post, a separate blog post, and then capture those ideas? Another resource that's been really, really helpful for me is Sean McCabe's 62 topic ideas list. Episode 117 of the Sean West podcast, Sean shared a PDF that you can actually go and download with 62 ideas of things to fuel your writing, or in this case, your podcasting, because it's, it's kind of the same thing. It's a great episode, so go listen to that after you're done listening to this. After you're done listening to this. You can find it at seanwest.com 117. But it's a fantastic list that I've referenced many, many times. There are six main sections, headlines, with a total of 62 topic ideas. So I'm just going to share the main headlines and then a couple of the subtopics that I found stood out to me the most. So number one, stories. So tell a story about a mistake that you made recently or in the past. Talk about a mistake that a friend or company you know made. Also, what's been going on in your life lately? What do you care most about right now? Number two, process. So how do you work? Where do you start? What's your daily routine? How do you, how do you decide what to do? Process is one of those things that a lot of people are really interested in. Another thing that people are really interested in, tools. So number three is tools. What tools do you use? What apps do you use to get your work done? Number four, teaching. So what's the first thing someone needs to know before they get into X? Podcasting, making videos, web design, WordPress stuff. Think about all, think, and also think about the overall topic of your show. Now think about what you could share with the people who are brand new to that topic. Now what about the folks with intermediate level knowledge? What about the experts? What can you share with people in those three different groups? Now, I want to share an example of this that I found really, really helpful. I used to take online drum lessons from a guy named Mike Johnston. I think I've talked about him before on the show. He runs an online community, 
has a website where he streams live drum lessons three times a week. So three different days, once in the morning, once in the afternoon. And he rotates between beginner lessons, intermediate lessons, and expert lessons. Now, I consider myself, as far as my drumming goes, somewhere maybe intermediate, sometimes it, sometimes expert. I don't think I'm that great. I can, you know, I can hold a beat. But I was surprised to find that I actually really enjoyed all three levels. I, I enjoyed learning about things that he called beginner, beginner topics, beginner lessons, because they, for one, a, a lot of them were things that I never learned when I, was, when I was growing up and learning because I had to teach myself, basically. I was listening, listening to records and playing drums. So I learned a lot from all three tiers. And I think you'll, you'll find that if you think about those three different tiers when you're teaching, beginner, intermediate, and expert, more people will enjoy all of your writing. I'd be very, very surprised if you get a lot of bad feedback from experts saying, hey, quit teaching all the basics. So that's just something to think about. I hope that helps. Number five, journal. So what's been happening in your life lately? What's been happening in your business lately? Number six, what's been happening in your industry? What's been happening with your competitors? Are there things happening in a different industry that affect your industry? Can you talk about those things? Okay, so again, SeanWest.com 117, go check out and download his list, 62 topic ideas so you never run out of things to write about. It's a fantastic podcast episode, a fantastic resource. Download that, save it to uh, your books folder, along with the 300 other ebooks that you haven't finished reading yet. Hmm. Sorry, that's just me. I don't know. You guys, I'm sure you guys read everything you download. Okay, moving on. Reach out to other people for ideas. So talk to your biggest fans. Ask them how they're doing and what they're struggling with or excited about. And if you don't really have any fans yet, then just talk to your friends. And this is why you need a network of smart people in your niche. Go check out seanwest.com slash community. <clears throat> so I was talking with Garrett in the chat earlier. I asked him a question about something he said, and he jokingly said that I should go to his website and sign up for his newsletter if I wanted the answer. <laughs> and I actually did go because I like Garrett and he says smart things. Once I got to his website and signed up for his newsletter, I was presented with the option to download something called a GDD template. Now, I had no idea what a GDD template was, as I'm sure some of you might not. So I asked him what it was. And Garrett said in response, I've got some new advice for Creative Block. Send people outside of your industry or creative field to your website or podcast and ask them if, you, if they don't understand anything. Then clarify on that. And I think this highlights something really important. If you've been doing something for a while, if you've been working in a profession or in an industry, there are probably many things that you know that you've learned that you take for granted. We all forget how many little things we learned along the way of our journey. So spending time with someone new to your profession or industry will show you just how many of those things you could be writing about and explaining in more detail. Another thing you should be doing is following your competition. Following your competition. Look at the other podcasts, the other popular podcasts or writers 
in your niche? What are they talking about? And do you have any thoughts about those topics? Now, here's something that you need to know. These people aren't really your competition. They're not. You should think of them as peers or friends, even if you don't have a personal relationship with them, because they can be a great source of topic ideas. Another thing that I really like, something that's really, really helped me, read books or listen to audiobooks. Books can be a great source of new knowledge. And yeah, it's a little bit more time consuming, but go buy or grab some of the best books written about your topic and take notes as you go. Bonus points if you do this. And write down any topic ideas as they come to you. Now, I found a pretty cool website the other day. Check out, uh, check out buzzsumo.com. I found this the other day when I was doing research for this episode. So you go to this website, buzzsumo.com, and you get this little search box, basically. It's kind of like Google. But you enter a keyword or a phrase in the search box. So podcasting or web design. I think the more specific, the better. But you enter that phrase in, and it will show you the most popular posts on the web related to that keyword or phrase. So boom, you've got inspiration for topics there. And also you can see what is resonating on the web. So that's a pretty cool website. I'm going to bookmark that and use it in the future. All right, let's do a quick recap. First, it's okay to take a break, but be careful about the endless procrastination. Put something on the calendar and work on the problem. It's not going to go away if you ignore it. You've got to tackle it. Second, examine all the things that you've already done. Could you revisit one of them? <laughs> examine, all the <laughs> examine all the topics you've already done. Could you revisit one of them? All the, all the things. All the things you've ever done in your life. Examine all of them. That, hey, that would work, actually, I bet. That just, you know, getting started with writing. Number three, don't worry about repeating yourself. People need to hear things multiple times, and there are always new people finding your show or your blog. Number four, capture topic ideas. I don't care where you capture them. Pick a spot. If it's a notebook, if it's you know a, a text document on your phone, the Reminders app in my case, OmniFocus, whatever to-do list app that you like, just capture those ideas. Anytime you see something that you think you could write about or you might want to write about in the future, just write it down. You'll thank yourself later. All right, which number was I on? One, two, three, four. Number five, schedule time to brainstorm. I think this is the fifth time I've said this today. It's, it's probably the biggest thing that has helped me with overcoming this creative block and overcoming, oh, I'm not sure what to talk about or what to write about this week. Put it on the calendar, work on it, tackle it. Number six, check out Sean McCabe's 62 topic ideas list. Download that PDF, seanwest.com slash 117. Number seven, follow your competition. Follow the other popular podcast in your niche. Number eight, read audiobooks. <laughs> Did I just say that? Number eight, read books or listen to audiobooks about your topic. Be ready to write down topic ideas as they come to you. Number nine, check out buzzsumo.com to see what is resonating online. Okay, guys, that is going to do it for 
the first section of the show today. It was a little bit, uh, a little bit short, but I think it was good. I want to say thanks for listening. I really appreciate you showing up, hanging out. Uh, email questions, feedback, or just say hi, Aaron at the podcastu.com. I'd love hearing from you. Uh, join the community. I want to say it's full of awesome people, helpful people who would be happy to help you brainstorm topics. And we, we really do have members from all different walks of life, tons of different creative professionals in here. And they are always happy to chat and to talk to people. They love learning. I love learning. It's, yeah, it's my favorite place on the internet. SeanWest.com slash community. Check it out. Ooh, you know what? You know what? This episode is going to come out, what is it? Monday, Monday the 24th in the morning. So if you're listening to this before 7 p.m. Central Time Monday, you can have a, head over to SeanWest.com slash 200. I'm actually going to be in San Antonio hanging out with Sean and friends. And we're going we're gonna to do the 200th episode, 200th episode of the Sean West podcast. There's going to be giveaways. You're actually going to be able to, if you're not a community member, you can actually jump in and join all of us in the community. We're setting up a special guest room, I think. We're all going to be there hanging out, talking. It is going to be the bomb. It's going to be awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah, join the community. It's great. But yeah, you should sign up even if you're a community member already because you get updates. Uh, Sean, do are uh, community members eligible for the giveaway or is that just guests? Giveaways and takeaways, says Scott. Absolutely. Yep, community members are eligible for giveaways too. So, and takeaways. Go check out seanwest.com slash 200. It's going to be a super awesome time. All right. What else? You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I am just at the podcast dude. Now, I got a review from a friend of mine that I wanted to read on iTunes. Uh, this is uh, title of the review is a quality podcast about quality podcasts. Five stars from our very own Sean West. He says, it's really simple. Aaron cares about quality podcasts. He has listened to more podcasts than anyone I know, edited more podcasts than anyone I know. And now he is podcasting on podcasts to help you be a better podcaster. Kind of surprised I made it through that sentence without messing up. I appreciate so much of what Aaron shares. He will challenge you to take your show seriously and treat your listeners with care. No matter the topic, you will get something out of each and every episode. If you've heard one, go back and listen to more. I get something out of every episode, and I know you will too. It's very clear how much pepper, preparation preparation goes into every show. I never feel like I'm wasting time when I listen. Thanks for investing in your listeners, Aaron. I got to say, Sean, I know you're listening live right now, but I want everyone to know this. Thank you for everything that you've done in podcasting and writing and show notes. I don't think I would be I would be podcasting and writing at the level of quality I am now if I if I hadn't met you if I hadn't of seen the amount of detail and attention and care that you put into your work. It's really, really been helpful to me. It, it pushes me to up my game every single week, drives me to do better. I, I slack less. Uh, I even made a featured image for episode 15 that I'm kind of proud of. It, it's not perfect, but it looks pretty cool. <laughs> so it's been, it's been great working with you, man, and uh, looking forward to everything in the future. All right, all right. You know, the, bro love and all that. Okay, guys. 
I think that's going to do it for today's show. Let me start the outro here. Got some good questions in the after show. Got a question from Garrett Mickley. Got a question about music. Going to answer. If you guys have any questions, drop them in the chat. And uh, yeah, let's take a break and listen to this excellent music that Sean made. Never gets old. Let's get into questions. Uh, before we do that, Tim McGrath had shared a link in the chat. He said, it's a little clinkbait, clink, clink, having a hard time with words today. It's a little clickbaity, but this can sometimes help with topics as well. And he shared a link to uh, hubspot.com slash blog dash topic dash generator. So maybe go check that out. Uh, of course, I'll include a link to this in the show notes, which you can find at thepodcastdude.com slash 16. All right, so questions. Garrett had asked earlier, can you explain cold fusion to the audience? Now, this is a great, great question, Garrett. The answer is no. I'm a podcaster, not a webmaster. Garrett has jokes. Also, we were talking in the chat before the the show, and he said that my recent post, this is unrelated to cold fusion, Uh, He said that my recent post, which is called 30 Things I've Learned in 30 Years, inspired him to quit drinking soda and drink tea instead, which is really, really awesome. I'm happy for you, Garrett. It's Soda is really bad for you. I lost a lot of weight when I stopped drinking soda. But I'm really proud of that post, so you guys can head over to AaronDowd.com. Should be the first one on the list. Check it out. It's, it's, It's good stuff. I wrote it. I wrote it kind of fast. I gave myself an hour time limit to write that post. And I think I ended up spending like, you know, hour and a half or two hours on it. But uh, yeah, anyways. Okay. Okay. Real questions. <laughs> no more jokes. Uh, I saw a question on Twitter this week from a guy named Phil. He asked, how do you find good music for bumpers, intros, and outros? Free, creative commons, etc." So first, I want to say that something you need to think about when choosing music for your podcast is the mood. It's really important to choose a song that matches the feel and energy level of your podcast. If you've got, if you're, well, and also not just your podcast, but you as a person and, and your speaking energy and how you talk and how you interact with your, if you're doing interviews or your co-hosts, think about that because it's not a good idea to match a very, very high energy song with a very low energy or relaxed or mellow podcast. So think about that. It's if you're if you're a chill laid back person, it's totally fine to pick a song that is chill and laid back. It, it kind of the 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 goal of the music is to get people in the mood for your show. So okay, that out of the way. 
Uh, I've got a couple of resources here, and I want to say thanks to all the thanks to some of the members of the Sean West community. Corey Miller, I think Ben Tolson shared some. I don't there was there was someone else, but I forget. Anyways, thanks thank you guys for sharing. Um, first, I want to say that I've used Audio Jungle before, and I think it's. Mm, I should have looked this up. It's either audiojungle.com or audiojungle.net. One of those two. Just Google Audio Jungle. But this is a website that offers affordable, royalty-free music. And most of their tracks sound pretty good. And prices range between $12 and $20 on average. So you buy it once, and you can use it anywhere. Um, you have to be careful because some of the more popular tracks on that site are used on more than a few podcasts. I've heard some of the more popular ones on a couple different podcasts. So if you're going to if you're going to go that route, it's probably better to go with something that's a little bit less popular. And you can see you can actually see popularity and download stats right on the Audio Jungle site. So that's a pretty cool little site. Uh, some of the other options that the the Sean West community members shared. freemusicarchive.org. That's got that's a really cool site. Um mobygratis Dot com. That's actually from the musician Moby, and you can go and you can sign up if you if you create an account. Uh, it's free, but he's co- basically collecting royalty free music from, I guess, people in his audience or anybody who wants to donate. So that's pretty cool. Um, I saw a YouTube and SoundCloud account. I think they're the same account. They're called No Copyright Sounds. So you can go to youtube.com slash user slash no copyright sounds. And also SoundCloud is soundcloud.com slash no copyright sounds. But I think they're the same account. Go check those out. Sarah in the chat shared a link. She said she likes premiumbeat.com. I'm actually going to go look at this right now. Oh, this looks pretty cool. Yeah, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of good resources out there. Uh, some other options. If you know any musicians, you could hire one of them to put together a little jingle for you. You could probably search. I haven't done this in a while, but search podcast jingle. Uh, you might be able to find a freelancer that can do it. Just, you know, whatever works for you, whatever you feel like. Okay, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. Thanks for hanging out. Like I said before, email me if you have questions. You want to talk to me, ask me something. Aaron at the podcastdude.com. You can find me at thepodcastdude.com, at thepodcastdude on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, go say hi. Oh, I got to say, I actually got to hang out with um, with one of the listeners this past week, Dave Jimenez. He hit me up, sent me an email. He's like, hey, man, I'm in Fort Worth, too. Do you want to grab lunch? I'll uh, buy you something and pick your brain and hang out and talk. So that was really cool. So I got to hang out with him, bought me a nice quinoa salad. We chatted about his podcast. I gave him some tips, showed him a few tricks. <laughs> It was a good time. Dave, if you're listening to this, man, let's do it again sometime. He's a, he's a, um, what is he? Like a, a f- I don't know if he's a fitness coach or coach or he trains people for triathlons, I think something. So he gave me some cool tips about running and exercise and health and stuff. So that was really, really fun. I like doing that. Anyone in the Dallas Fort Worth area hit me up. We'll grab lunch and coffee. Okay. Scott asked, how are your running shoes? My running shoes are good. I got, um, what are they? Mizuno Wave Runner 15s. They're not like the most, the most, most comfortable shoes I ever got. Um, the first pair of Mizunos I ever got were like air on my feet and it was insane. These ones are good too, but I think they're just maybe a little bit heavier, maybe a little bit looser. 
So just not, you know, 90%, not 100%. But they work. They're better than the ones that I had that were worn out. But I think I'm going to buy another pair maybe like two months before the the half marathon. I'll see. I got I to gotta do some research on that. Okay, that's going to do it for the show. And I will talk to you guys next week. My battery is now fully charged. That's cool.